Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, good afternoon. Lori and Julia, show for your Friday here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. And now for something special. We're going to roll out the friggin' red carpet. It's time. George, come here. Say your name. You say my name. <laughs> to take a walk down the red carpet. Look at her bubbly butt. With Lori and Julia. Oh, Jen Paul. Aaron Paul. Aaron John. John Aaron. This is a walk down the red carpet. On my talk, 1071. Let's take a walk, 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 walk. Nice cleavage, babe. Yeah, no kidding. That's <laughs> the only thing that, that that thing is missing is uh, Mickey Rourke saying that yes. to you. Yeah, but I love that you made George Clooney giggle, Jules. I did make him giggle. You really did. Um, okay, so, um, you know, we, we think of red carpets as just being, you know, they've been around, they've been around, but what is the history of the red carpet, Julia? Please tell me. Please. Julia, we have to go back 2,400 years. The red carpet predates the Academy Awards by over 2,400 years. Serious. The red carpet has deadly origins. Its modern day thing, of course, is wealth, glamour, stardom, right. blah, blah, blah. But it is as far removed from the beginnings as you can imagine. So this Greek playwright uh, claims the first written mention of a red carpet. Now, I don't know if I know how to say this. Agamemnon? Agamemnon. Agamemnon, mm-hmm. okay. I like how you said Okay. <laughs> Amy Henderson, a historian at the National Portrait Gallery, said Agamemnon goes away to fight... Did I say it right, Donnie? You threw in an extra syllable. That's, That's okay. okay. Agamemnon. Yeah. <laughs> okay, he goes Turn away to fight in the Trojan War Wars, and he leaves his wife... Clynemestra okay. at home, and he's away for a long time, and they both find significant others. When he comes back, he's in love with Cassandra, his concubine, and he brings her home with him. Oh, that that's how he, okay. that goes over well all the time. Despite mm-hmm. her own infidelity, Clymenestra is not amused, and in her defense, there were mitigating factors. Agamemnon had made a deal with the gods, sacrificing their 15-year-old daughter, so he could put wind in his sails. Oh, jeez. And, uh, and says the queen, let all the ground be red where those feet pass, and just as dark of your home light him to the hearth he looks not for. And she rolls out a crimson red carpet for her husband to convince him to walk to his death, says okay. the historian. Accounts differ, but Kleinemestra uh-huh. either murders Agamemnon in the bath or he's slain by her lover. She also kills Cassandra. It's not a pretty story. It isn't. But um, 
that is the first place where it a is referenced in in, 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 in the written word. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So not much more is known than that, but it is understood that the red carpet's relationship with transport is key because the next place the red carpet was tied, again, this is from this historian at the National sure. Gallery in Washington, yep. the red carpet was tied to railroads. In 1902, New York used plush crimson carpets to direct people boarding on the trains. It -hmm. wasn't glamorous in and of itself, she says, but it was largely used for first-class ticket holders. The red carpet became a signifier of social status. And over time, the notion of this red carpet treatment grew. The strip of carpet was a way of making people. Uh, people feel special. Sure. Now, the first use of the red carpet by Hollywood was by none other than the theater guy, Sid Grauman. Oh, Grauman's oh, Chinese? Mm-hmm. That's oh, right. Okay. And October 18th, 1922, Grauman orchestrated the first Hollywood premiere. The movie in question was Robin Hood, and Grauman, owner of the newly minted Egyptian Theater, yep. which is right on Hollywood yep. Boulevard, was out to impress because the movie Robin Hood... In eight nineteen twenty two, cost close to a million dollars, which was a that's huge, staggering figure. Right, wow, right. Nineteen twenty two, unbelievably mm-hmm. high for that year. So, um, and people just loved it. It was spectacular. You know, it had never been but done because those big lights were going in the sky, the spotlights and everything. So the, after that movie, the red carpet became routine routine for movie premieres. They were roadside publicity for the movies, but they also proved useful. For the public, Hollywood people who are out of the public eye more often than today then would be photographed and then it would be in all the right. magazines and newspapers. And so the newspaper, the red carpet brought the public and the movie stars together. Sure. And Grauman's Chinese Theater hosted the Oscars between 1944 and 1946, but it wasn't until... 1961, when the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Sciences chose to add a red carpet to its broadcast. Of course, it was black and white. Yep, so you couldn't even tell what color it was. But the process of the runway culture was more important than seeing it in red to begin with. This is, again, from the historian at the National Gallery. It was an instant success. And families began tuning in for the pre-ceremony spectacle. And that started in 1961? Yeah. By 1966, when the Oscars were first broadcast in color, it was the main reason for many people to tune in. Smart advertising execs in Madison Avenue thought, oh, what a good idea. We can have our, you know, a red carpet. This is fantastic. And so now events from the... Met Gala to the Washington Correspondence Dinner will roll out the red carpet, even for events, you know, at for movies, the red carpet, it's not just for film stars. Oh, of course anymore. not. Sure. And so, for different events, sometimes it's a blue carpet or a green carpet, depending on what type of an event yeah. it is. But I didn't know that it goes back as far as 1961 when they would broadcast the red carpet. Yeah. Yeah. And so... You know, she uh, at the other end of the spectrum, the Oscars red carpet is destroyed after the night through undisclosed means. Whoa. Hmm. They and get what rid do of I have a piece year. of? This first seg red carpet that we went yep, on. Yep, I mm-hmm. still have it. I stood on. <laughs> I stood on it when I was ringing bells for the Salvation Army for my son, who couldn't make it. Yeah. to his scheduled time. So it started with a bloody beginning. 
went to trains and now it's at a beautiful it does it does come a long way shout decadence though yeah and now of course it's an everyday part of our language the phrase red carpet roll out the red carpet for you just Mm -hmm. go to treat him special yeah and Uh, you'll even see like um when i was out uh visiting my mom for mother's day her friend's 80th birthday and they asked people to dress like your favorite glamorous people my mom dressed as lucy they had a red carpet okay that's at the place that they had the party at. Right. They just went and got a strip of red carpet so that there could be. So, yeah. Cool. Anyway, there you go. I love knowing that. All right, listen. And we- Grauman's, of course, is was the first one to do the feet and the hands and the cement. And when we looked at some of the early actors, tiny their feet are so tiny. Feet. Feet. The feet were so tiny. tiny. They're right. so tiny. We'll be right back with Random Thoughts. She wore that with what? My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, people. Here is the deal. Today is Friday, and make hashtag make cheddar is um, trending right now. It is? Yes. And um, I'm not... Is cr- it money? I, I think it is. A dream job makes some cheddar. Mm-hmm. So are you making cheddar? So every single day make cheddar. So I hope everyone's having a good day making money. Never heard that phrase before. <laughs> That's all I'm going to find cheddar. out about it. Okay. Make cheddar. Okay, so Rosedale Center is going to take on a winter ha- castle for the holidays. This is kind of exciting. So Rosedale Center has just gone through this massive remodel. Um, you know, the new Herberg's there, Herberger's there is gorgeous. And they're putting it. The Herberger's going away. No, it Rosedale, isn't. I thought. It's for sale. But no one's bought it yet. Oh, it's not going away. All right. Um, and they're putting in a Von Mar over on our side of town because the only ones in Eden Prairie, which are yes. gorgeous stores. So they're going to have um, a winter castle installation inside the atrium of Rosedale Center, and they hope it's an annual event because we don't have like the eighth floor at Dayton's or Macy's or right. Marshall Fields or whatever it was. We don't have um, some other things going on. So they're hoping that this is going to be a big big deal santa of course will be inside mm-hmm. the uh palace or the winter castle and they're gonna have pet photos every tuesday night starting next tuesday november 14th through december 5th so um it's gonna be a signature piece it's gonna include six towers the tallest one standing 31 feet light shows thirty thousand sparkling crystal or ornamented led lights that change color and are programmed to music so I think that's going to be kind yeah, of fun. Yeah, yes. And they also say that it's good, they're going to keep it up through February 5th through the Super Bowl. B- people can have kid-friendly theme parties and Super Bowl-related activities are part of the game plan. So right. Lord knows what's going on there. Kind of makes up a little bit for not getting the ice castle in St. Paul. Mm-hmm. That fell through. Who cares? Yeah. We don't care that much. Okay, so here's the, the deal. All right. um, an Italian woman is living... Uh, she is the oldest person alive and has lived in the 19th, 20th, and 21st century. And her name is Emma Morano of Italy. She credits her longevity to a diet of raw eggs and ending her abusive marriage long before divorce was even legal. How old is she? 117. Whoa. And is now the only person alive to, to... who has lived through three centuries. So she was born in 18-something? Yep. 1899. Wow. In the Piedmont region of Italy. And this is where I went to the Chateau with my friends Jill and Kathy. Mm-hmm. It is the most gorgeous, 
area and it's south of Milan and it's just a little bit it's kind of by the front France northern Italy for sure but it's close to the you know the yeah it's about an hour and a half away from the what is that the Mediterranean down there yeah where, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but it's just hilly and gorgeous and unique and they're growing a lot of wine and Great. they have amazing wine there the Piedmont wine but anyway um other things that she did is she used to put cookies under her pillow um Midnight snack in case she gets hungry. She did. She did. When she was a teenager, a doctor suggested she eat raw eggs to combat combat her anemia. Um, She followed anemia. Anemia, Thank you. Fine. Mm -hmm. I can't even read it. It's like it. (laughs) Seriously, it's there's no ink on it. She followed the stringent diet of two raw eggs. One cooked egg and a little minced meat. My mom loves minced meat and pasta for nine. What night. is minced meat? It's a combination of raisins mm, and um, I love it. pears and um, sugar. So there's no meat in minced meat? No, no. no. And no. I used to always think there was. <laughs> there was I'm going to make minced meat, meat out of you. Like, what? What? No. It's no meat. It's kind of like a chutney. Okay. If yes. you will. It's yes. a chutney um, that the English always... Prepared, yes. and my mom always makes mincemeat pie. She loves it. Yeah, when I lived in England, we always had mincemeat pie at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always. a big deal. Yeah. You know, um, Jack Link's uh, um, Beef Jerky, their headquarters is in Wisconsin, but I now they're down here. They're opening a store, and I saw it last night by Target Center. The grand opening is this weekend. They're going to have a lot of stuff. I mean, l- jerky is the latest Oreo. Every flavor, oh. every turkey, there's chicken, mm-hmm. there's this. Now Seasonings. they seasoning. Now they have breakfast jerky. Um, if people have been wondering how many um, donuts you could eat instead of having a grande gingerbread frappuccino with whipped cream, whipped cream how many think, sorry? Uh, like maybe 10 cookies? No, donuts. donuts oh, 10 donuts? donuts. Yeah. No, it's seven. seven. Seven, okay. Seven donuts. And if you just wanted Ooh. to have the venti eggnog latte... That's just five and a half donuts. Oh, my God. This is why we don't drink these drinks, Lori. We can't handle the calories. No, I can't handle it. We can't do it. Okay, so um, here's some things that um, are going to be inductees into the 2017 National Toy Hall of Fame. Um, The Wiffle Ball. Classic. It it came out out as an imagination of a semi-pro baseball player in the 50s who wanted to create a baseball that could be played in suburban backyards. And adding the slats to the plastic ball made it harder to hit, but relatively easy to throw. I love what ball. And Clue. Clue is going to be inducted. Oh, oh, I hate that game. It was created by a British couple. I never could last through it. I couldn't. I'd rather play Monopoly. I just never liked poor life. (laughs) Did you like... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Life? No. No, it lasted oh, no. too long. <laughs> I mean, and you had you put all those people in those little cars. But um, let's see. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you the other ones. I'm not going to tell you the history of Clue. Okay, Okay, don't. Please don't. because I don't have a clue. Yeah. All right. Would you be willing to give up the holidays to spend time with your family? Would you be willing to give up gifts at the holidays to spend time with your family over the holidays? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sure. Everyone said they would. 69% say if a family member proposed no gifts this year, they'd agree. I always hated this when my mom or dad proposed this for my children. Oh. <laughs> We're not going to do gifts this year. And I said, they're five and six. Yeah, right. It's a little young. I'm going to have to buy them if you don't. Right. Because when we go to your house for Christmas, I've got to buy the gift. It's different when they're older. Like, I know. You know like, or no. I'm going to make a donation in your, your kid's, kid's name, name. No. to the food shop. I'm like, no. they're seven. Thank right. You. I mean, this is not going to fly. Why? I used to. I used to that is so funny. No, it's so the truth. And I'd just be like, that's such a great Sorry. idea. Sorry, kids, no gifts this year. No. Um, here's what people would say if they didn't buy presents 47% they would save or invest the money, 37% they said they'd pay down debt. And um, other people just said that it, they would love to cook an entire holiday meal versus go shopping for presents because it's too stressful for them. Um, Chip Games of um, Home Makeover on HDTV had an Instagram thing because his hair was so long and greasy looking on that show. So he said, listen, the more money you donate to St. Jude's, the shorter I'll cut my hair. Apparently the donations were so huge. He shaved his head and went to St. Jude's to be with the kids who are suffering from cancer. Oh, that's a great idea. So I thought it was a great PR move, too. Yeah, I'm I'm glad he has hair because he really does not look that good He's not attractive bald, Mm. but he really, yeah, he had so much hair on his head. It was too much. have a good shaped head? No, 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 I don't know. I know, you kind of worry about that. I guess you never know until that happens to you, but I think that's neat that he shaved all of his hair off. I do, too. Matches, you know, a lot of kids... Who did, Kathy Griffin did that recently. Griffith Griffin, Griffin yeah, did right. that. Yeah. Um, who else has done that? Not me. I couldn't do that in support. I'd be afraid I'd nothing would go back. Yeah, but, right. the but the two. But the two. Because <laughs> now I have three. She, she'd be like Homer Simpson, just two hairs across yeah, right. the top of her Listen. head. <laughs> I give you Susie from Whoville. <laughs> she didn't have many. All right. All right. When we come back, Donnie's going to punish us. Rules, Julia. I don't. But we don't have a new game, unfortunately. No, and uh, this game does not have new rules either. Time for my talk's ripoff of the new game show, Beat Beat Shazam. Shazam. The rules will remain in place. No new rules. You need to give me the title of the song. Uh, We always want it to be the artist. That would be so much better for us. Do we have a theme or something, Nani? Well, I'm going to take you back to one of your favorite years. Do you remember what you were doing? In 1984. No, I, I do. Those were very blurry years. <laughs> what do you mean blurry? Years? I, I saying, remember where I was. Yeah, I remember where I was. I was. Uh, I was in Hawaii. Living, I was living in the cities, uh, getting drunk every night. Basically, well, yeah, right. partying, get my party on. I worked like in. Daytona. Then you'll know all these songs. All right, but yes, I won't all know right. the names. All of these were big hits 
1984. All right. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Here, let's hear it for the boy. Julia, nailed it within a matter of seconds. Good job. All right, here is your second song from 1984. You say I'm a dreamer. Oh, oh, Thompson Twins. Yeah, what's the um, song? Love, go, leave me, let me go. Close. Love, love me go. Nope. Let me go. No idea. Um, so close. Love goes down. No. Love me around. Love me no. now. No. What is it? Hold me now. Oh, for crying out loud. Hold me, so close. me now. All right, Shazam has one. Shazam has one. one. Julia has one. All I right. have none. Yep. <laughs> Typical. Here mm-hmm. we go. 1984. The hunger of the night. Journey. Yes, it is. Journey. That's hunger. Hunger of the night. I have no idea. Let me go. Let me go wrong. It's Um, a woman's name in the title. Oh, Sherry. Carrie. Amanda. Julia, I'm going to give it to you. Oh, Sherry. Thank you. I'm going to give it to you, Julia. That's two for Julia. One for uh, I, at least I gave the I clue was, of Steve Perry. Yeah, Steve luckiest guess ever. Yeah, was, was that a lucky guess? <laughs> oh my god, was that was really? so lucky. <laughs> All right, uh, next song from 1984. What's love got to do with it? No. She loves me, deceiving me. She, the best of me. <laughs> no, she says. Black Eagles. She says no. It was Corey Hart because. Oh. Uh, oh. Where does he wear I his? I take off my sunglasses at night. Sunglasses is at it... night. Yes. Oh my God! I didn't even get close to that night. part of the choir that song chorus. Was yeah. everywhere. I hated oh, it. Yes. I hated I that song take too. My sunglasses <laughs> at night. So I get. All right. I think. All right, that, I think we should try one week doing the artist oh, just for okay. kicks and giggles right. because oh, okay. I won't get anyone. The Beatles. I, yeah, the Beatles. I think you might. Get... Okay, do we have another one? Yes, we have one more from 1984. Oh, right. Here we go. Okay. The Cure. Um, oh, no. This isn't the Talking cure. to myself. The things that you do. Flock of Seagulls. Um, no, no, no. Oh, seagulls. the things that you do. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, oh. No. Why are you ending it? Was, we weren't done yet. Yeah, it was uh, Tears for Fears. Tears for Fears. But what's the name of the song? Head Over Heels. Head Over Heels. Head oh, over shoot. Heels. I even saw them in concert, they sang that song. <laughs> but, but I. Did we Again, just see them? Who were they with? That was a year out. ago uh, at the radio festival in Vegas. Remember we did opened, see them. That's they right. They were one of the. They were here this past summer. They opened for Hall and Oates. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, Julia got a couple. Laura I was Julia clearly won. She even beat Shazam. She no. Beat, no, no, she tied Shazam. Oh, you tied Shazam. Yeah. Well, there I am with my big... I'll, I'll give you a break. Next week we'll do artists, but I'm not going to make it easy artists. No, but do a couple more. This game could go on a little longer. I feel <laughs> no, like it's so quick. For the sake of people listening... <laughs> oh, no. I've heard from several people that they... Are trying to guess it too. Yeah, because and we're it's spoiling really hard. their fun. It's really spoiling hard. To, we're spoiling people's fun. It's hard to come up with the name of the song because so often we only know the chorus of the song, which may or may not have the name. Right, it's oh, the chorus. And Donnie does. never plays the chorus. Of course not. No, we, and we play I'm the obscure the part of the song that we got bored with. I'm just here having <laughs> flashbacks to City Tavern. And Is that Marcia's. where you hung out? And, and Marsh's and Confetti. Oh, yeah, oh, and gosh. Williams Pub. Yeah. Oh, Williams Pub was a blast. And what Norma the, Jean's. Uh, what was the restaurant? Norma Jean's. Yeah, what was, was the, near Rupert's? There was a place that looked like an old mine. Esteban's. Esteban's. Oh, Thank you so much. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. We were there too. 
And again, in 1984, amazing happy hours. You did not oh, have to eat Stewart's dinner. Black you didn't Agnes. have to eat dinner. Oh, no, and the happy ne- hours went from like four, four to, to seven eight. or something. Oh, my God. Four we to never, seven at least. And they were huge. I lived Spreads. in Arizona. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. we don't. That's how I... I never had to eat. We never had food because we just went out for happy hour, and yep. that was that was. Sustenance. There was this place that had lavash. With I was in love with lavash, yeah. and they would melt cheese on it and make like lavash pizzas. Mm-hmm. I think it was Stuart Agnes Black. What was that called? Oh, Stuart Anderson. Yes, Stuart yeah. Anderson's yeah, Black, Black Angus. Angus. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. they used to have amazing happy hours. Yes. Oh. See, we got to revisit 1984. It's there all coming back to you now, Lori. All right, there you go. It is Ooh. all coming <laughs> back to us. now. it is. I Serena know. Williams is getting married in New Orleans. She's going to marry her love of two years, Reddit co-founder Alexis Ohanian. They have a daughter together, and it's going. there's going to be lots of white with pastel accents. It sounds like a wedding Do to me. Do you know she's going to have a beautiful wedding, and she's going to have fun people there. 250 people will be there. Yep. So... Yeah. Nice. I mean, you know, doesn't that sound like every wedding that you know? Lots of white with pastel accents. No, Unless I didn't you get have married that. at Christmas. I didn't, yes, because mine was maroon and pine and a little gold. Yes, that's the only yes. time. But otherwise, yes. you know, I did go to a New Year's wedding in L.A. once that had a mariachi band. It was at an old theater. You went, and- to, a, you went to a wedding in New Orleans? No, in, uh, excuse me, L.A. Oh, so On New okay. Year's Eve, and Close. excuse me, on New Year's <laughs> Eve in... In L.A. and yeah, my friend John Lockhart and he, yeah, he had a mariachi band stroll down. It was at a theater, like you know, like the state or the yeah. Orpheum. So how the, the you can stroll down, right? Go down, and he had a mariachi band come in to play "Here Comes the Bride." <laughs> and everyone was supposed to wear a know, Latin flag. Yes, we had. It was to here comes the bride with a Latin flag. Yeah, well, you were supposed to wear, you know, inspired Bites. by me- Mexican or salsa flamenco wear. salsa. Oh, I love that. And I'll never forget, he had a matador jacket oh, on. I love it. The pants, including a hat with the little dangly things. Are- I love it. Did she look gorgeous? Yeah, it was one of the most memorable weddings I've ever been to because of the setting and going to LA and you know I was like are they still married yes yes they are and uh I wasn't married yet and so I was truly footloose and fancy free and you know good friends with uh the groom and yeah it was just it was really fun what but, dress did you wear? Because I know you'll know that. Um, I, you know what? I wore the uh, I wore a bubble skirt and a short uh, bolero jacket. Okay. That I had. Um, I miss a bolero jacket. Yeah, you're bringing back I wore, some good memories. Yeah, I wore the bubble skirt and it was short and mm-hmm. a pair of spiked, you know, pointy toed yep. high heels. Same outfit. Then two months later, I got hoisted up on stage at the International Market Square. Because someone told me the Four Seasons or the Four Tops, and um, who's the other band that's like the Four Tops? The Spinners. Oh, the Temptations. Temptations yes. that they that that band needed me to get up and dance. So you have <laughs> someone had used that line on you before yes, I told before you Garth Brooks needed to yeah. dance with you, and I got a. They put their hands down, See, and you're I got a up sucker on stage. for that. Oh, I am, and I got up in my bubble skirt. Oh, great, great for the people down below. 
No, because it had a band. You oh. know the bubble skirts, oh, remember the mini those? skirts. There's, they banded. That and then was they, the weirdest look ever. But then they poofed out. But if you had lo- if you had long legs, Julia, you could pull it off. Are you saying you? you I'm just saying you, you were not legs. able to experience that because the one <laughs> thing you do not have is long legs. Uh, for Am that I, fashion. No, she doesn't know. For that fashion. Yeah, that's not one I would ever do. No, because uh, you just need to have a longer pair of legs. And then I, you know, wearing the four-inch heels. And, yeah, I really wished I'd kept that outfit. That was a classic. I know. It was a classic. I, love, I kept the earrings. I love the bolo. Bolero jacket. I loved those. Yeah, I love that look. those still come in and out. Yeah, and it just I, depends on what you're wearing. But it was a good balance oh, between yeah. the, the tight top and the bouncy Mm-hmm. Oh, Lorene, I'm excited to learn about that fashion yeah. moment. That was a fashion flashback. It was, to you and for all by of 1984, you, for all you 90s kids, Blossom is coming to Hulu. <gasps> all five seasons of Blossom. So if you're looking for a nostalgia fix during Thanksgiving, Blossom herself, Maya Bialik, confirmed the news on Instagram and did an awesome throwback photo of her and the guy who played her older boyfriend. Brother. No, that's her older brother. No, he played her boyfriend, Vinny. It was her boyfriend, Vinny. Yeah, David Lasher. Yeah. That was her boyfriend, Vinny. Oh, was it? I thought he said it was her no, boyfriend. No, no, it was no. her boyfriend. It's her boyfriend. I have to tell you, I, I tapped in and out of some blossoms. Yeah. Yeah, I did too. She was a quirky character and fun. Very fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this would be a fun little binge thing. Because they're only half hour, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, and they're yeah. just five seasons. Yep. Yeah. So for the 90s kids, that's good nostalgia for them. All right, I'd listen, say. When we come back, we got a Hollywood speak. So, what are you trying to say? the meaning of this oh julia what is the meaning of this we have got to talk about taylor it's happy taylor swift day because the long-awaited six album got here at midnight last night and it's been buzz 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 all day long i did you watch scandal last night and see her I play the new, oh you did i did i kind of i like that song i don't i don't want to like any of it oh <laughs> i'm like putting my foot down i just don't, don't want to be involved you know what here's, am i being a, a you're, yeah you're really being a brat about it because here's something that rolling stone magazine says about taylor okay. swift um album her this is a heartfelt album reputation tackles fame and oversharing and betrayal and new love. And um, she, I guess she, there's a, like a prologue letter that's Oh, yeah, you know, I, have, I have the letter. And it's here's something I've learned about people. We think we know someone, but the truth is we only know the version, you know, all that well and good. But Rolling Stone magazine said uh, that this is a, a good album, that the four first songs that we heard are not the best tracks on it. And um, other people are really liking the album, you know, because it is she's writing about stuff that's very personal and she gets very personal in her lyrics and people are people are praising it. Music critics are liking it. Not all of them, Laurie. Not all of them. But who are who's one who didn't? I the mean, New York Times. Oh, they didn't like it. Hated they, it. They did. Hated it. Yeah. Yep. Well, this is why you know. Music, yep. This is why you know music and movie critics. You know, there's lots of stuff that's critic proof and definitely reputation. This will doesn't be. have a thorough, a through line. This is a straight up. It just doesn't fit. No one gets it. The critical and financial re- reputation will do well. The L.A. Times it's said sell. it's her most focused, most cohesive album yet. USA Today says, 
Over the course of reputation, Taylor takes ownership of her narrative in a way listeners haven't heard before. She's the predator, the person holding the control, the gatekeeper to her own heart, flipping the script. I just, I, okay, fine. She's as strong of a singer as ever. The New York Times guys said, uh, um, no pop star of the modern era has communicated the contours of her, of her disappointment with such emotional precision and melodic sophistication. I don't know what New York Times review you were reading, Missy. I'm telling you, I read something. <laughs> yeah, right. I read so, okay. All right, let me give you my review. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, have you heard the whole thing? Oh, Donnie. Of course I downloaded last night at midnight and stayed up and listened to the well, whole thing yeah, three right. times this through. Here- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Here's the lyric in This Is Why We Can't Have Nice Things, which yes. is a song on the album Reputation. And... Um, here's the line. It was so nice being friends again. There I was giving you a second chance, but you stabbed me in the back while shaking my hand. And of course that's a reference to Kanye West. Kanye West. And mm-hmm. um, it's a great line though. But because... I'm not the only friend you've lost lately. If only you weren't so shady. That's a reference to Jay-Z. Jay-Z yeah. um, but it's because forgiveness is a nice thing to do. I can't even say it with a straight face. All right. So anyway, uh, are you going to buy it, Lori? Because I think I am going to oh, buy it. Are you such a liar? No, I, I think, you know, I always buy like four CDs at Christmas. But not, oh, really? Oh, you, yeah. Will you buy Pink's? Yes. You won't buy it because I already bought it and I'll make you a CD. Oh, well, don't tell all your secrets out loud I know. Right now. Here's a, just a little bit from the New York Times, and I kind of agree with this. The songs emphasize the cadence of her singing, not the melody or range. These songs are all pretty much all the way through. That's my opinion. I agree with the New York Times. And she You've breaks, only heard four songs. No, I heard, the other, I heard another one today. She what? breaks into a kind of intermittently unconvincing talk singing... And she says she borrows styles and approaches from black music, then softens them enough to where she can credibly attempt them. Donnie. I'm just, I just, that's, that's New York Times. That's an interesting take. It's, that is so You know what's cerebral. an interesting take? And just like, I don't know, to me, that's like, I mean, remember, this is a girl who's been in the public eye for 15 years. Yeah. And she was humiliated by Kim Kardashian pulled out the receipts on her. And I think by the whole Tom Hiddleston thing. Oh, she's got songs written about him. But Um, but she went along with that. She went along with it, but she is the one who dumped him and she writes about that. Of course she's the the one that dumped him, but she went along with that pairing. Well, wouldn't you have gone along with that pairing with Tom Hiddleston? Are you asking me personally? Yes, I am. He's too skinny for me. But Julia, movie star Tom Hiddleston, that's you. You would have gone. I would have quit eating. All right, fine. Okay. But I mean, just saying, I am not. I'm not Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. Anyway, people, I don't think that it is that mix. I think she's getting more positive reviews, and people are once again blown away at her songwriting. I love that you think that. Okay. I do because so. Personal, there's not, it's not hidden Easter eggs to figure out who 
Taylor is talking about in any of these songs at all. And she's making it so easy. But I mean, but again, I. But that's okay. I mean, always songwriters write about this is what they do. A good yeah, you write about what you do, what you know. Yeah, your life. Yeah, right. I mean, Bob Dylan. Would we ever go after Bob Dylan for writing person? I, I, I find your meanness towards Taylor upsetting. Oh, oh. Oh. I, it isn't even mean. But I find it, it is upsetting not mean. because you are not usually mean. That's. I'm Michael. not being. <laughs> Stay on your side of the track, sister. Well, this yeah. is my side of the house. I don't know. I just no, kind of think that you've been very being... hard on her. Well, I'm not. I am. It I'm... sounds like you're jealous. I'm oh so not jealous of Taylor Swift, nor would I ever want to be her age. I'd like her checking bark. Check bark. Jo- Julia, be honest. You'd like her butt. Her no, body. I don't need. No. Too oh, skinny. Yeah. Look at, the... look at, look at, look at. Do you her. want it? I, I don't want I, it. I had it, Joyce. Oh, I thought you were going to oh, say I have it. Oh. I'm so ready. I, had I didn't it too. get the boobs. I no, had it with the boobs. You had it with the boobs. I had shorter right. legs, but I just, had that. Been there, done that. Just that 26, 27 year. I you mean, just that's just great. It's, it's, it's a really pretty year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. Those You're, are some pretty body years. Yes. Okay, here's another one. So I don't know what we accomplished with I Hollywood. I have to give speaking. a shout out to the Huskers. Right now, my kid is listening. He's driving home from Lincoln, Nebraska. Hi, thing for the one game. for the big game tomorrow. Mm. Nebraska's I hope he's packed his long underwear. Did you, honey? I have some at my house for <laughs> you. you. You know this. You're not on the phone right now, and he he can hear you say that, but he can't answer you back. I know, mm. but I'm so proud that he's listening to my show. I don't think he's ever done it before. Well, welcome to sure? the program. Okay, Will. I'll say no, his name. Thing one. Hey, Will. I'm calling him by his name. He's right. over 21. Okay, Mariah Carey's boy toy is running and ruining her life. Stella St- continues to leak to baby. Okay, six. but listen, I feel like there might be some truth in this. If he, okay, how I, would she ever let him? Okay, but a source tells Page Six, Brian is behind the whole split between Mariah and Stella. Right. Okay, that's completely coming from Stella. Brian believes he should be the one running her day-to-day life. This is her backup dancer. And he's been orchestrating Stella's exit for a long time. (laughs) Then someone else told Page Six that no one enjoys working with Stella. This is Brian's, you know, he got somebody to leak. There's no secret that some people are happy she's out of the the photo. No one's managing Mariah. I'm worried. Mm Mm-hmm. She needs someone, but Will did pack his long underwear. Oh, good. So thanks, Auntie Lurie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they're both blabbing, but Stella really cannot handle it. Well, I'm a little worried because... Mariah spends a lot and nothing is coming in. Exactly. And where is Nick Cannon to help her just kind of be a... Just, it's her ex, I know, but why not give her some voice of reason? Why is You don't there... know that he's not behind the scenes. He doesn't need to go to page six and well, this blab is about true. what he's doing. This is true. I mean, Stella went so far as the pretend source to page six to even say Mariah is giving him $12,000 a week allowance. I know. That's quite an allowance. I would I would personally like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, here's one. Brian Cranston says Kevin Spacey's career is over. Over. Duh. 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 Doesn't like him, huh? No. Well, no. He just told BBC, listen, all these people are going to be asked as these actors on red carpets are going to be asked about what they knew and if they if they had a connection right. to Miramax, if the entertainment reporters are going to be asking people. So BBC Newsbeat asked 
Brian. What he thinks about the latest yeah, thing with Kevin Spacey. Yeah, he said he's a phenomenal actor, but he's not a very good person. His career <gasps> okay, now, I love I think, that he said that about him. Yeah, his career now, I think, is over. And he said he never witnessed Kevin Spacey or anyone else behaving this way. He said it's not surprising. We know it's gone on. So everybody knew about him. Not, he said he did not know about Harvey. He oh, but, but, but he knew about, about Kevin Spacey. Or he didn't know about. He'd never witnessed Kevin Spacey or heard about the behavior. He said. Okay. I was trying to listen. Hurricanes, but I was earthquakes, wild.